0: Hey there, welcome to Shift for Wellness, the podcast. I'm Jennifer, and this space has been created just for you as it promotes living with ease while facing challenges and trauma with courage and resilience. Today, I'm talking with Kat Roman about being supported emotionally and physically with a heart centered practice. Kat is a certified healing touch practitioner, sound healer, and shamanic Reiki master. The world of complementary therapies opened up for Kat after becoming certified in healing touch. She's taken classes in quandarismo, soul mending, herbal remedies, healing with the arts, interactive strategies for engaging with art and yoga for self-regulation and trauma, and she's currently studying tantric meditation with Tracy Stanley, founder of the Empowered Life Circle and world-renowned Yoga Nidra teacher. Sound has been used in healing, spiritual, and ceremonial work for centuries, and Kat is bringing these age-old traditions into all areas of her work as she helps her clients heal. She utilizes various instruments such as chimes, Himalayan bowls, crystal bowls, the tongue drum, and the gentle use of her Venus gong. Kat provides a sacred space while creating her combination of sound waves from the instrument's that all have different frequencies. This combination slows down brainwave activity, allowing the participants to go into deep meditative states. Because we're all vibrational beings, Kat tells me our bodies respond to these sounds and tones of the instruments as they wash over the participants, providing different experiences, such as peace, sense of well-being, or a deep-seated release. A sound bath experience taps into your body from a cellular level, allowing it the ability to heal naturally. Cats been told by some that they feel as though time has ceased to exist, while others have explained it as going into a hypnotic state or the experience of receiving a warm hug. I'm so pleased to be able to share Kat with you here. You will soon feel the soft, gentle rhythm of her voice and how it lulls you in to listen to her words. I just remember after my session with you, it was, oh my gosh, I had a sense of peace, like such a sense of peace and clarity. Beautiful. It was really, really wonderful.
1: Um What is actually happening during that time? So it's basically where energy, right? We have um, an energy field and it's just balancing out your energy. And it's, we're basically like channeling, we're centering um, ourselves and we're grounding ourselves. And with, you know, I say faith because that's my belief, but you don't have to have any faith is that you're channeling, channeling the energy from the universe. You're just channeling that energy. It's coming through you and it's coming through your hands. So, our hands, right? We have minor chakras in our hands. And basically, we're using our hands to do gentle touch or no touch at all to help balance any imbalance that we're having in our body. And sometimes the imbalance could actually feel like a static feeling, maybe you have like a nervous feeling or, or maybe you're having symptoms like stomach aches or you're having pain in your body. Um, all these things that we do, like the different techniques, they help calm your nervous system and just balance that out. And and it is a, it, it's such a good therapy because it can be done hands-off. Or hands on, depending on the person, however, the person feels. Um, there are people that do not want to be touched, and it still works, right? We say um, the energy knows where to go, right? You know, it knows where it needs to go. So even if I have my hands on your shoulders and you're having pain in your feet, it knows where to go, it knows what you need. So it's just a, a beautiful, gentle therapy that fell upon me uh, while my dad was ill and my neighbor who was uh you know a head nurse had these programs in the hospital that she worked at that if the the nurses took these programs they would get CEUs um or I don't know for them if it is CEUs but they get uh they they have to do these continuing ed type of programs and so Healing Touch was one of those programs because she knew that I would massage my dad's feet and she knew that my dad was loving it and that it was good for him. She's like, you, you may, you may like this. You may like to try this. And I took my first class and um, I fell in love because it's such a heart centered practice. And actually In Healing Touch, we do say it's heart-centered. If you go on Healing Beyond Borders, they do say it's a heart-centered practice. And we know the science, um, some of us know the science of brown heart math as well. So, it's like the heart itself has its own, you know, brain, its own, right? So, we have to sometimes separate our brains from what's going on because we want to know and what is this? What is it doing? The best way to look at it is how are you feeling? You know, what is it doing for you? Like, forget about what it's supposed to do, or what people say it's supposed to do. What is it really doing? Like you described how you felt afterwards. Sometimes you can't put that on a brochure. <laughs> you have to experience it, right? It's so
0: true. It's so difficult to, to put on a brochure because... I don't think that there are any words that can really give it the justification that it deserves. I think it's a beautiful practice for people that are interested in this type of alternate healing, alternative energy medicine, where they can not be touched. They can be in the comfort of their own home. They can feel safe. And it would allow someone to just open up. To something that they are not familiar with in a very, very gentle way, see that it can be very powerful, and then hopefully, that would open up other pathways for them to start to investigate, because it's just very complementary to anything else that they may be working on, maybe with their doctor or a therapist or um, you know,
1: whatever their, whatever their practice is already. Yes, I mean, because of that, I mean, because it's non-invasive, yeah. it's not like there's any type of um, medicine involved, like there's nothing that you have to take or do, you know, it's just you have to just present yourself, right? Just come to an appointment or have the person come to you and it's just, you know, it's such a beautiful practice. It yeah. really is. It's just a matter of being open and willing yeah, and the thing is that uh, Healing Touch was started by a nurse, uh, Janet Menken. And it is meant to complement whatever it is that your doctor, if you're, you're in therapy for something like cancer or maybe uh, heart or, or even I was on um, a spinal research study at Morristown Memorial. So it's complementary therapy to whatever it is that you're having done, like whatever's taking place right now in your life and what happens is uh when i was at when I was at Morristown Memorial Hospital for the spinal study there, they had patients that were getting uh the fusion done, the spinal fusion done, and we were lucky enough to be on a study. And we would come in and just our presence, you know, there and doing the gentle touch. The patients were being discharged earlier, having less pain, and also they were having to take less medicine for pain. So this is what we want to see, right? It's like, this is fantastic, that we can see firsthand the results of what it is that we're doing. Whether that's the, the, the human connection of us being present with someone, or it's the energy medicine. I don't like to uh, like put too much attachment to what's going on, but the result itself of of, of the energy coming through and it doing what it needs to do is miraculous. So, I mean, I was sold day one. <laughs> I was like, "I'm there." And and my, um, you know, my family, my dad would benefit from it. I benefited from it because I, you know, one of the things we do as practitioners, and I'm sure you, as a practitioner, we wind up having these practices for ourselves. We wake up, we do these meditative practices, we have, um, we have all kinds of techniques like chakra spread and chakra connection, and this, we, we have a, a heart-centered one that's like a spiral, we open up the spiral. Uh, it's just beautiful medicine. I think for us as practitioners, the
0: hardest thing for us to understand is that not everyone is on the path to wellness. And someone had said that to me most recently, and it just stopped me in my tracks. And I said, wow, you are so right. Not everyone is on the path to wellness, but why not? (laughs) When we see how well it works and I know that after I'm finished working with clients, whether it's through a breath work session or through tapping, you get the benefits of that. You feel just as wonderful as as they feel as they walk away. And I don't know why somebody would not want that to be a a part of their life. I know that in a conversation I had asked you if someone was trying to figure out whether they should or could work with you or not. How would they know? And you had created a a list for me that I would love to read off so that if anybody's listening and they're saying, well, maybe, maybe this isn't for me. um, If you want to know if you could work with healing touch and what it could do for you, in addition to everything Kat shared about decreasing pain, reducing stress and improving sleep, There's a whole list, so like, sit back for a minute because I'm going to read them all to you. (laughs) Strengthens the immune system and increases energy levels. Improves mental focus and emotional balance. Prepares for and aids in recovery from surgery. Reduces side effects from drug therapy. Supports cancer care. Eases acute and chronic conditions. Assists in helping find more clarity around decision-making calms anxiety and depression it gives an increased state of relaxation slows the heart rate down the breathing and the brainwave activity it promotes restful sleep there's a deeper connection to the self and spirituality and it's also a beautiful practice that enhances hospice and end-of-life care that's beautiful, what a gift to give to someone, especially when a family member at the most vulnerable time when they feel so helpless that they're losing you know they're losing their most beloved people in their in their lives right what a what a beautiful gift to be able to give
1: someone at the end of their life absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and we're not meant to do it alone no we we say that all the time we're not meant to do it alone. So why not have you know, someone that may know how to do these type of things, these type of techniques, or is an energy medicine worker or practitioner. Why not use all these tools to ease whatever it is that we're going through?
0: When I look at your resume cat. And all that you've done and all that you continue to do, I just love seeing it. It puts a big smile on my face because I think we're very much alike in that we are the perpetual student. We are lifelong learners. And I know for myself, I'm curious to see what your response is to this. But, you know, I've got I've got people in my life that constantly say rest, rest, rest. That is not my makeup. I rest when my body asks me to rest, I listen to my body, and I am very good at resting. And I've got my little rituals that I do to take care of myself and keep myself in check. Um, I know you do as well. Because if I stopped when everyone told me to stop, and if I rested when everybody thought that I should rest instead of me paying attention (laughs) to my body, that's when I start to break down. That's when the imbalances begin to happen. I am at my best when I am allowing my the creative juices that are being given to me when I when I allow them to flow and I just have to
1: answer that flow. Um, how about you? Similar, very similar, because I I do have friends that sometimes they'll they'll know that I was busy, you know, I the word busy, right? It's, you know, relative, but they know that I had a full day, and they'll tell me, "Oh, you should rest tomorrow." And then the next day, I'm like uh, Energizer Bunny, you know, still going. So very similar to what you're saying. I know when my when I do need to rest, and um, I have a pretty full full schedule. But what happens is, I do take intentional pauses. And even if it's, it's, it's a, a moment of breathing, you know, that for me is a recharge. You know, that is so easy. So, when I do find that if I am spinning out of control, which, you know, can happen, is, you know, I'm like, I catch myself. And I think, you know, years ago, I may not have been as present, but I'm a big Yoga Nidra fan big, big Yoga ninja fan. A shout out to my teacher, Tracy Stanley. <laughs> so I've learned a lot about slowing down and listening to my body. Uh, I know what works for me. And like you, I love to learn. I love to listen to new teachers and learn new things because selfishly, it is for me. But then my learning it, and, you know, the word selfish is not, it's really more like self-care, right? But me learning it, I know I can share what I love to someone else. So, that's why I say, well, you know, it's that what's symbiotic, am I using the right word? And symbiosis relationship you mentioned earlier is that when we're giving, we're receiving. So, as a practitioner, when I'm doing a healing touch session for you, you know, I can use that word again, selfishly, I'm receiving, wow, why wouldn't I want to do that, right? Why wouldn't I want to learn this thing that I'm going to also benefit from? Yeah. So, yeah, I I am like you, a perpetual student, I'm looking, I'm seeking, I think we're ever evolving, we're you know our cells are growing they're dying they're regenerating they're coming back they're going away that's what this life is right it's it's constantly evolving the yeah. universe is evolving everything is moving we're meant to move we're meant to change
0: yeah and i love to take that like you say and i share it with my students everything i'm learning i'm always bringing back to the classroom and I get those purposeful pauses throughout the day because I teach my students how to do the purposeful pauses throughout the day. I teach teachers how to do the purposeful pauses throughout the day because I want the teachers to understand if you allow the kids to pause, do you have any idea what it does for your psyche? You, It's amazing. And I was noticing, I was organizing it. I was making sure I hit the chimes every day. And I can't tell you how many times I would be driving home from school saying, oh, no, I never hit the chimes. So I gave it over to the kids because I knew the kids would always do it. So I can be in the middle of a lesson in the middle of a word and somebody takes the chimes and rings them and everything stops. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, you know, we do a number of things. Maybe we're just quiet. Maybe that week I'm teaching a new breathwork practice, whatever it is. And it's amazing. And we do those pauses all throughout the day. And if I do it, sometimes I'll hear I'll hear a student say, oh, and I'll say, hey, groaner, you're, whoever you are, you're the one that needs it more than anybody else. I usually wait for that groan to come. And when we're finished with our pause, because I have another student rings us out with a singing bowl whenever they want to. Um, and then I, I make sure I, that I, it's a very organic lesson. I wait for the groaner. And then afterwards, I say, listen. I can't tell you how many times when I hear those chimes go off inside, I'm doing the same thing. I'm Mm -hmm. saying, seriously, do you have any idea what I have to cover before the bell rings and you go to the next class? (laughs) But all the more reason why I needed to, that's why the chimes weren't getting wrong when I was doing them because I was
1: time, 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 you know, you're fighting against time. Right. We also, we're in a society that it's that whole, what is it, the white rabbit, like the the going, the going, the going, gotta go, you know, that energizer bunny or, you know, the, the fairy tale, you know, the time, right? But if you look at also at shamans, they don't look at time. No. Time is a construct, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so, and, and it's all about like that presence, like being present to what's happening right now. Yeah. And, and you're teaching the kids the pause, how important it is. That, I mean, what you're doing is beautiful. That
0: pause, I let them know, yes, I've got a lot to teach you, reading, writing, grammar, word study, but the pauses and the breath work and being how to be mindful, the mindfulness practices, this is what is going to take you throughout the rest of your life. This is what you will, in fact, use forever. It's you will amazing. use forever. And I even was gifted sound healing bowls for the classroom. So I've had those in the classroom for Beautiful. the last several years. And last week, I did a full-on sound healing for the I took Fantastic. 30 minutes. I had a yoga mat for everyone. It was pajama day. We scheduled pajama day around it. So everybody was already in their PJs. They were allowed to bring a blanket and a pillow. I brought in all of my flameless candles from home, everyone that I could find. I had them all over the room. The lights were off. And I had the singing bowls set up. And it was absolutely amazing. As a matter of fact, when I was finished, I interviewed some kids. They allowed me to take a little video of them sharing their experience and they want to do it again. Can we do this every Friday? Can we do it every pajama day? This was so wonderful. And I have this one little guy who has such a difficult time staying still and um, and I don't mind it. He's all over the room and I don't mind that he's all over the room because I can ask him a question and he's right there with me. He needs to move. He was so still.
1: What a gift. 30 minutes. It what was a beautiful. Gift. Yeah. What yeah. a gift you're giving. You're teaching those kids so much more than any other teacher or class or you're teaching them tools. You're teaching them. You're giving them permission also to know what self-care is, what, um you know, that pause that you're you're doing midday. It's like, wow, you know, like you're, you're, you're giving them permission to rest. And it's like, we need that. They do need it
0: because their parents need it as well. And they go home and they teach their parents anxiety and stress levels in children. I have watched them climb and escalate to a rate that I can't even believe. And that's why I just feel that it is so important. I want to mention all of the other things. I know I keep calling it healing hands. So thank you for correcting me and calling it healing touch. But in addition to your healing touch, Kat, you're also a shamanic Reiki master. You are also certified in sound healing yourself. You've been Mm -hmm. doing lots and lots of workshops with the sound healing. And you are now studying with Tracy Stanley tantric meditation. I had to look up tantric meditation because I wasn't sure what it was. So do you want to speak to that? And do you want to speak a little bit about your sound healing as well?
1: I'll speak a little bit to both. uh, With Tracy Stanley, I've been in her empowered life circle for what, over a year. I didn't look back at how long it's been, but she has an online community and it's been wonderful. So one of her offerings was this uh, meditation teacher training. And it's, you know, the Himalayan masters, right? And I am new, so I can't speak too much to it. But I'm learning, I'm still learning. And I look forward to being able to bring that, which I've already started bringing it into my sound healing experiences. So I begin with meditation. And again, that's that whole thing that I say, And I have to drop the word selfish, but, you know, what I'm learning, what I enjoy, I'm going to bring to others. So that's where I'm bringing the meditation into my sound baths. I've been doing sound baths regularly at Highland Yoga on a six-week schedule, and I also have been doing it at different locations at like Center for Spiritual Living in um, Morristown in Brookside, and I've been been honored and I I feel honored. I've been able to do workshops at Community and Connection in Bernardsville, so everything that I learn and I enjoy for myself I like to bring it out into the community, right? Alex L, I love saying what she says. So self-care is community care. So when we take care of ourselves, guess what? Who we who we're being, if you want to say regul self-regulated or uh, you know, where we're we're grounded, we can spread that out to the community and bring our essence to them. And in that, it's a ripple effect. It's, oh, I like to think of it as a ripple effect. We we're inspired by others. So in, in that, I believe like we're inspiring others to take care of them. It's like what you're doing with the kids. What a beautiful world you've opened up for them. Thank you. I, I, you know, I have... Been I don't I can't even tell you how long I've been doing this. I say maybe 2009. Uh, I've been doing different works, but you know what? We were born for this. We we're born healers. You know, like the word healer is a tricky thing, but we're born this way. I mean, it sounds silly maybe to say because we've gone away from that so far. But you know, you think of your grandma. And I think of my grandma, when we were sick, she went to the garden, and she pulled leaves from the garden and made us tea. Mm. It's all that old medicine that we're coming back to. Yeah. And I think the years that we've lived um, these past few years, everyone is really awakening to that. And I think, uh, you know, me doing the meditation teacher training, and the sound baths. That's fairly new for me, but I've had my, my crystal bowl for many, many years, which was gifted to me when I started uh, renting a studio in Ringwood for Healing Touch. It was given to me by my chiropractor at the time, and um, Dr. Lope. <laughs> yeah. Huge <laughs> so,
0: fan, yeah. Huge fan. Huge yeah, fan so of Dr. Lope.
1: Yeah, so we're, um, and and isn't it true, like, we're all traveling in these small circle? hmm I didn't know you knew Dr. Lope. Yeah. We're all, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how small this uh, universe really is and, and the importance of connection to each other. Mm-hmm. We never
0: know just how expansive our
1: reach has been. This is so true. And you're saying that, and I was just mentioning, um, we grew up with, I grew up with someone in my cousin's neighborhood, right? She didn't live far from me, but she was very little. And I was, you know, we were very young. She might've been six years old, it might've been eight. And you're saying that he was, He was a yoga teacher. And so my first uh, experience with yoga and with meditation was with this gentleman, Greg in Ridgewood. And his impact on me as a child was incredible because he planted like a seed, like my love for tea uh, came from him, like I have on my uh, kitchen, you know, stove right now, even though I have a jar where I keep my teas, I still have boxes of tea on my stove. Uh, And that was a Greg thing. And I I do buy like high quality honey. That's also Greg thing. He told us that it had such, you know, the antibacterial qualities to it that were important for us. So, um, yeah, you don't know the impact you're doing, you know, but you're doing it. Yeah. What she's doing, what you're doing, it's incredible because children, right? They're sponges. They're
0: sponges. And right now they are desperate and they are confused. They need to find time to be quiet and to be still. And their parents do as well. And so I hope they all find their way to you, Kat. (laughs) i hope they all find their way to you do you want to share um i can either we can either share it here or i can put it in the in the notes online how people can reach out to you do you want
1: to share an email address or an instagram sure well my website is thehealingpeople.com. and my instagram i have an older instagram name but it's cats meow one love it and i also have a facebook page under the healing people as well so that's where you can find me i would love for us to close with um with the blessing the loka so if anybody you know we always uh, we always close our yoga practice in angela Kay's class with so if we can close if you know it so we'll mm-hmm. close with loka samasta sukino bhavantu So may all beings be happy, healthy, and free from suffering. May we all be fed. May we all be healed. May we all know that we're loved. May we know peace in our hearts and peace in our homes and peace in the world. I honor the light in you.
0: What's your one takeaway from today's conversation? Make that takeaway this week's shift work. What is it that makes you smile? What is it that brings you joy? Are you moving in that direction? What is your soul here to do? And how do you know? What are the signs you're seeing or hearing? Are you paying attention to the signs or are you dismissing them? How can you bring more varieties of healing into your life? How can you use the sounds? that surround you to relax, reset, and recharge. I hope you'll join me next time for more conversations on well-being, living with ease, and choosing to shift to a better space. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please take a moment to do so so you don't miss another episode. I would love it if you would take a moment to rate and review the show while you're there. Thank you for listening, and remember, it's not about being perfect. It's about being easy with the practice.